Hello and welcome to episode 117 of the Gamers Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankers, alongside Bill Roberts and Jack Snowman Buddy Whitifer. Thank you. That sounds Hello. classy as shit, man. We, we, we took would, us a few times to get started, and <laughs> we were replaying small clips of my laughter, and it sounds very strange. Just yeah, want all of our listeners weird. out there to know that. It's very weird. It sounds like lung failure. It does, or it, some it kind really, of weapon it, in like an 8-bit game, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, this is the Gamer's Advocate. Talk about games, things, and trying to keep you some company in these trying, ridiculous times because the world is weird, guys. Yeah. I swear, yeah. it's like I, I, I went out for the first time in a while yesterday. I went to like the pet store and went to Kroger and we went out on a walk because it was actually a nice day outside, which was nice. But it's so weird. Like you see somebody and like now your brain is like you're in a war zone. Like I got to go left. I got to take a get take an alternate path. What's the what's the path of least resistance? Got to get out of the way. Just, it's like no, pull it out. Start pissing. They'll get, <laughs> away. They'll get out of your way. <laughs> I don't care where you are. Yeah. Church. That's school. the Bill Sprinkler maneuver. <laughs> the Bill <Yeah>. special. <laughs> Bill Sprinkles. It's just you. Everybody's learning what dogs have known for years. Mark your territory. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is true. See, um, this is why we need Bill around. <laughs> but it's weird. I feel just like to piss everywhere. I feel like it's just. I was talking to Betsy about this last night, about how once this thing is all over, and hopefully that's sooner than later. Like I feel like it's gonna just take a while for society to get back to normal. We'll Not be whatever the hell again. normal is, but like we'll definitely be pricks again. But I mean, just like I'm, I, I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It's not like intimacy, but like personal space and closeness. Like I feel like everyone is just so ingrained in their mind. Like don't get near anybody. Stay away. Stay away. It's I feel like it's gonna be. It's a, very interesting to see what the world's like after all this stuff. I, um, yeah, my high my high school health teacher will finally be like, yes, I told you, kids, <laughs> yeah, stay away. <laughs> we got we got this pizza guy that always delivers, right? And. Uh, He's kind of my buddy. We always fist bump. He always brings me extra shit, too. Like, he'll bring a two-liter, throw some cookies on an order, you know, just because we bullshit and he's a good dude. We literally did a virtual, like, fist bump. Like, you know, the Pam and Jim high five uh-huh. from the office oh, yeah. from across the room? We did one of those on a fist Aww. bump because he didn't want to get too close. But uh, What pizza place? Massey's. Oh, nice. Of course. Anybody I'm all about Romeo's. Uh, see, I quit. <laughs> you know the sauce. You know, well, it, and it is good. I won't deny that. But you know why I quit calling dealing with Romeo's was it the last two times I tried to order there I call and it sounded like a bunch of 12 year olds that were having like a pizza dough fight with each other and they were not paying attention to what I was saying they're like yeah what I'm what what do you want <laughs> and their defense and like, that sounds pretty fun and I, oh for sure no I want <laughs> to work there trying to order pizza yeah I yeah. want to work there I just don't want them making my food that's so, fair yeah no nah, I uh adult bill wants his freaking food that's not games that's yeah. true but yeah, yeah. I, it was cool. I was, so I went to the pet store, Pet Value, and they had it was cool. They had a a two person limit in the store, and when you walked in, like there was tape marking from the entrance two, of the door. Per, what do you mean a two person limit? Like so, like you can there was only two, two people allowed in the store. Less at than one time. three. Yes. Holy <laughs> one, shit! Two. I thought like you can only come in two by two. Oh, like no. a Noah's Ark <laughs> yeah. situation. No. Yeah. So they well all... the way it rained the other day. <laughs> That's I mean... true. Yeah, we were in Columbus. We got destroyed by crazy but yeah so you walk in and there's tape going from the door to the cash register and only two people are allowed in and you can't go shopping in the store you tell them what you want they go get it they sanitize everything they pay you pay for it you walk out and then the other people come in i was like and they were they kept saying oh we're so sorry for this inconvenience i'm like no this is awesome like that's what you got to do i feel like that's it's a smart system to like make sure people aren't getting sick and that i was talking to the ladies and they were like yeah i mean as much as we want to protect the customers, like we want to protect the people at home for us too. Like we want to be right. safe and keep going and do stay open as long as we can, but take the precautions. So it was, it was funny. 
it was it was a cool system. I was like, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's cool to see how people are adapting in these times because yeah, it's crazy. Or you can now, buy from Chewy.com. Now go to Kroger. Chewy, Chewy. Oh God! People walk around like, <laughs> "Fuck all y'all!" I licked all the bananas. <laughs> that's a good strategy. Uh, I went the other yeah. day. Fifteen. I, I went there when it opened. Um, I, I I don't I didn't send you guys. I don't think the pictures this time. The bread aisle. I went there right away. Um, I got some weird. It was the only kind of bread left. Some weird private selection Kroger honey wheat bread, which translates to probably gross. <laughs> Um, I went around the corner, peeked back over there. That was gone. Nothing. I mean, in no time. I watched people putting a system together where a group of people together, you could tell they were from the same family, were going in and getting three things of toilet paper, going out while they were going out the car. The other one was going in, and then the other one was going in. So I saw oh, nine huge things. And I, I could not help myself. I just walked up and smiled and said, you're a real piece of shit for this. I just want you to know that because there's going to be people that really need this later that can't get it. So enjoy being full of shit at home. Yeah. And uh, she wouldn't even look at me. I'm sure. Um, it was it, just seeing that. Shows the true nature of people. Is maddening. Yeah. It's every um, man for himself. About one thing of paper towels, one thing of toilet paper because we had enough to get by, but you know. It, they actually had toilet paper? Yeah. They, they were wow. already, it was going to be gone soon. Well, you went right um, when it opened. So yeah, sure I went. Like, you know, I told work I'm going to be the, like a little late. End up not getting there because I usually get to work at seven. I didn't get there till eight thirty. Yeah, just trying to get through and get shit. And- I saw something on Bloomberg. I don't know if it's real or how what it means, but that Charmin and everybody is like ramping up production like crazy. It just takes yeah. a while to like ship things out and get things. So they're like, "Be patient. It's coming. Don't worry. We understand. <laughs> so we'll see." Oh, and it's just it's like, insane. It's like gold. But I asked him, I said, hey, do you, you know, any chance you guys even have Lysol? And uh, they just kind of laughed. And I was like, yeah, I know. Dumb question. Um, but hey, I still got a, and I'm sorry, Jack, you're not here, but I even brought one for you just in case you change your mind. Smart water still in supply right now. <laughs> Ooh. I have enough for this week and one more week for sure already. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. Um, I, but, um, <laughs> the weird thing is before this all hit, like I was just on Amazon and I wanted to just try out different waters. So I bought like, five cases of water of different kinds oh, nice um but that was yeah that was weeks ago but i'm still good because we don't go through that much but uh yeah that was before all this sort of craziness um so i, I, I want to know i want to know what the results are of these taste tests man well i got the smart water antioxidant and uh is that clean your clothes delicious. does that you put she that really in the laundry she's screaming in the background saying she's hey <laughs> she said what <laughs> She's screaming in the background saying she hates it. She hates it. <laughs> I feel like Julie secretly hates a lot of things. Like she Animal Crossing? <laughs> She's, She's such a crossing. loving, amazing person. I feel like she has such inner rage for select few things. She's probably got to look at this blog under a different name <laughs> of the FU blog. I would and like this week's that. Dick of the Week and like uh, Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that. yeah, but uh, I got that, and then I got the what's the bubbly stuff like Perrier, 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 Pellegrino. Water? There's Pellegrino, Pellegrino. Perrier. Yeah, I got that. I got that. Nice. That's so That's sparkling weird. water. Sparkling water is like next to the devil. Yeah, it's yeah. Awful. I mean, it's pretty bad. No, 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 not <laughs> put vodka in it. That makes it worse. Yeah. Well, to you because you don't drink. That's true. Put a little gin in there, and then we're good to go, dude. Um, I I don't know. I remember last week I told you that um. Someone I work with got me a bottle of this stuff that was like, I thought like gin, called Bulls Geneva. It's from Amsterdam. And, I, and um, they said you could mix it with Coke, and it's a drink called an Amsterdam Coke. I did it. That shit is clear as can be, and it tastes like freaking bourbon, but it's smooth as silk. 
Sounds awful. There you go. It's no, it's really good. <laughs> it just so caught me off guard because yeah. I was expecting to be like a gin type drink. Anywho, that's the end of that. So <laughs> no, that's good, good. I'm just I just hope no alcoholics like listen to the podcast because like if I had like an alcohol problem and I listened to Bill like describing booze, I'd be like, hell yeah, give me some of that. Have butter. you ever, have you I noticed your mixology drinking. career has taken off since this, or have you kept it mostly the same? Or it's going the other way? Oh, the, the other. um, because. This and this is how I know that probably this is a good thing, but when I'm overly stressed or depressed with things going on, I drink less. What? If I just had like a long, crazy, busy day, I'm gonna have a couple drinks. With you know, because dealing with you know some other outside issues, my poor dog, um, he's know, hanging in there. But uh, we're rooting for you, Chili. I, I, yeah, I think uh, we're. How old is he now again? Um. We got him. He had been abandoned. We we got him ten years ago, and uh, we estimated he was between two and five somewhere. So he could be anywhere from twelve to fifteen years old. Gotcha. And you know, we knew about a year or two after we got him that he was going to go blind, which he did. But he's got um, his liver's not doing well. He's got a heart murmur that he's had for a little while, and he's had pneumonia. That's a lot on an old dog. Yeah, for sure. Um, so luckily, my wife being a vet tech, we've been able to bring treatments home and go back. She's taking him to work every day. He's recovering from the pneumonia, um, but he's very anemic, and uh, that's not a good sign. That could also be signs that he could have cancer at this point, too. So every day that we still got him is a good day, and uh, it's stressful, though. Yeah. He's a good dude. We're thinking for He's you. He's my little Think minion. Of, I know. Little white night king. So, yeah, I know. Hey, thanks for the depression, Bill. Sorry, man. <laughs> it just, it sucks, man, because with everything going on and, and businesses, you know, stressing the kind of business I'm in, it's day-to-day whether we're going to even be operating. Right. And, you know, when you come home and you just see your best friend suffering, it's it sucks, man. Yeah. Jesus. So, anyway... Uh, the only reason I'm even going there is just a, that's the only reason I haven't played the Resident Evil 3 oh, demo. That's the only reason I invited you on the show this week. <laughs> I've got it Jeez, downloaded. I didn't even know the demo was out. Oh, yeah. dude, I wrote the article. Thanks for reading my Yeah, yeah. Oh, Good you're job. welcome, friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't played it either, though. <laughs> Next time he streams, just to keep typing, this game sucks. Yeah, really? This uh, sucks. This, where, is it, where is it at? Where can people get it? Uh, Anywhere. At PC, Xbox, uh, PlayStation 4. Oh, really? Tim yeah. Hortons. Yeah, Tim Hortons, you can go for it. <laughs> I'll have a coffee and uh, Nemesis, please. Excuse me? What do you say? For some reason, I thought it might be like a PS4 exclusive or something because, you know, everything good is on PS4. Ooh. Ooh. Well, apparently you were incorrect on that again. Ooh. <laughs> That's true. I mean, when am I correct on things? That's true. But uh, yeah, it was. You have uh, a better track record I've, than I do. I've heard anecdotally from people that. It's ridiculous, and Nemesis is just freaking terrifying, and like makes Mister X look like a little pansy because <laughs> like Mister X, you know, came through, and you could kind of get away. But Nemesis, Nemesis just is relentless and is massive, and just comes destroying. I mean, this this that, game sounds like too much. <laughs> that, that that actually makes me like very anxious because the one thing in video games, when, in horror games, is when something's chasing you and you know you what can't kind of kill games? them. Horror, <laughs> like, like I mean, like the really slutty games, like when, when something cha- like like Jack and Resident Evil, not you, Jack, but Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> they look similar when he's after you in the beginning. That is so like panic-inducing. Mister X would just be like, I'd just be running away, like I hate you, and just run away and know I could get away from yeah. him. Right? It was still tense, right? Because he busts through when you least expect it. But this some bitch, <laughs> yeah, he's. 
a whole I mean, different ball this game. Is like you're getting chased by just an unstoppable force that doesn't stop chasing you. I mean, it doesn't. It's not like you can get away far enough and then kind of hide and be quiet and he's gone. He just keeps coming, man. I kind of wish that safe. He's like the, the Ron safe. Jeremy of bad guys. Nice, nice tie back to the horror. To the I hate horror games. I said horror games. Like Ron Jeremy in my mind. He is the grossest looking, like I'm... dirty Mario I've ever seen in my life. He looked like he should have a, like his own pizza shop. Maybe like Has he ever you know, done a, a Mario or porno? Something? That's a real question. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, don't look yeah. it up. <laughs> Please stop here. Look yeah. it up. Well, Animal Crossing came yes. out. Look at him. Somebody look it up and let us know. <laughs> He's playing it and he enjoyed other people's islands. Oh my god, um, that's amazing. That was nice. And then a dude come out. And a lot of people are playing that. That's the news. Back hey, to you, Adam. Hey, Jack. What is? Hey, what? What does Julie think of the new Animal Crossing? She. She hates it. She's, <laughs> she's, I think she was swearing last night. She's like, never going back to those ungrateful Aww. fuckers. <laughs> Has she played it? Did she try the new one? Hell no, she's not going to play it. Well, let me tell you. She did for life. Let me tell you that I think she's on the wrong side of history because I think that Animal Crossing New Horizons, and correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, maybe the perfect game released at the perfect time better than anything I've ever seen in my life. Like, oh my gosh, the perfect game of the perfect time. Hey, sweetie, Adam said you were on the wrong side of history. <laughs> but tell know. her I love her. Yeah. Just, but there's let her know a, she's wrong. A, she's pointing to something. But tell, her, tell her I love her and to make it a ball at better. At the ceiling. At the ceiling. And he loves you. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's it just in, in a time of, you know, where everyone is locked at home and miserable and sad with all this crazy thing going on, Animal Crossing is the most peaceful and wonderful and pure game I've ever played. Demon. And it's just so wonderful. And, like, you know, you start off, and it's a little slow when you start off. So you start off, and you're welcomed in to this, like, your, this travel agency with Tom Nook and, his, and Timmy and Tommy, the little raccoons, and they're so adorable. And then you go to your island, and you can, you know, make your little guy or girl. And you get there, you get to name your island, pick all the plots of your where you want your house to be, and you have your first two villagers. And it's just, the music is just so peaceful. You're just going around, like, you know, shaking trees and getting branches and picking oranges. Oh, by the way, you get a random fruit selected for your island. Of course, I got oranges. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So That'd be like me getting tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. So you could either get, like, oranges, peaches, cherries, apples, or pears, I think, are the five. So what's cool is, like, so all your friends get different ones, so you want to trade because the fruits on the other island sell more on your island. So if you go visit them and you bring back, like, pears or something, you can sell them for more bells. But then you get a 10, then obviously the whole big thing is Tom Nook puts you in crippling debt. <laughs> and you have, like, 49,800 bells to to pay back the loan of your house. Or but your doesn't tent. somebody just kill Tom Nook? What? <laughs> you don't know him shit. But he you sounds, know, doesn't sound very peaceful. You know, have you ever seen The Godfather? <laughs> you know, but he's, like, a nice raccoon. He Like, there's no interest on the loans. There's no there's no payback date. Does he break your legs? He's very chill about it. <laughs> that comes later. Crippling. Okay. Yeah, but you know he's he's a nice landlord. So like he's I like said, a, he's no like interest. A, Come on, you, you get a, you can't get a loan with no interest. Well, in these days you probably can. Yeah, right now, right now is a real good time. Right now it's the Tom Nook of real life. <laughs> yeah. But what's so what's so cool about this game in particular is this feature called Nook Miles, which I think we talked about a little bit before. That's basically like achievements. So it's you know Nintendo's never really had an achievement system, but Animal Crossing does. So like you get you get Nook Miles for. <laughs> For like picking trees or or catching a fish or selling a fish or building something or crafting things and stuff. And it's just pr- progressing you throughout the story. So you're getting these nook miles that you can then redeem for things like you can get cool shirts or, or little 
decorations for your house or things to put outside or even new skills like upgradable ability type things where I purchase something where I have a wheel that I can pick all my tools really easily. So it sounds super mundane, but it's like fun when you're doing it. It's kind of scratches that itch of like a Stardew Valley or like a Harvest Moon where you're you're doing kind of normal things, but there's something peaceful and meditative about it that's really cool. <laughs> See, when when the world goes to shit, you're looking for something exactly, peaceful and meditative. <laughs> like I'm sitting at home thinking if I boot up Civ Six, I wonder if I can nuke some of my own cities. <laughs> yeah, there Be you like, go. <laughs> no more virus. Boom. I know, but it's just it's so it's just so funny because literally the whole concept of this game is you're leaving town and starting a new life on this deserted tropical island that's so peaceful. So it's like getting away from all the craziness. And what's really cool about it too is the way the multiplayer works because on your island there's like an airport called dodo airlines or something it's like a dodo bird runs it because they're all animals and you can go visit your friend's island so i was playing with my sister shay last night and i visited her island and she had peaches on her island so she's awesome and it just works so well like it's fun to just go around and mess around and go see her house and show her how her island is set up compared to yours and like learning what she does and then taking that and bringing back to your island and doing little fun stuff like I, there's an axe and I would just like chase her around like an axe murderer. <laughs> it was just, she would just run what? away. It's just so can, funny. Can you decorate your island with the heads of your enemies? You can. Yes. <laughs> I'm buying this game. I know. It's perfect. It sounds a lot more violent than, than like, <laughs> but yeah, then, just murder and what else is going on? But, yeah. It's uh yeah, there's a lot of, it's, there's a lot of depth to it, violent and evil depth. But what's, what's, what's also just cool about this game is it is, it does take place in real time. So, you know, there's ways you can time travel and kind of cheat the system. And I think IGN has something up where they, they show a way where you can get a million bells by time traveling and cheating, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, um, you just adjust your system's game clock. Yeah, exactly. Right? But they kind of, they have a little, like, mole, I think, that's, his name's Rossetti, that he always yells at you and, like, calls you out for cheating, which is kind of funny. But nice. um, what's Fucking cool is, so, so, like, so the first day, like I said, it's kind of slow. So, like, you set up your house and then I got enough Nook miles to pay back part of my loan to Tom Nook. So now... My house, I, I bought a house, so I have a new loan taken out with Tom Nook, but I have to wait a day until the house is ready. And then I, you can collect bugs and, and um, fish and creatures around the island, and it builds up your Critterpedia, and then you can turn them in to Tom Nook, and eventually he calls out Blathers, his friend, who's an owl, and invites him to his island, and then he builds a museum. So you get to build up this whole like ecosystem and build a museum and see all the creatures that you've collected going through everything. Are they dead? No, they're alive. Yeah, they're all, it's like a living ecosystem. So wouldn't that be more like a zoo? Kind of. <laughs> it's a zoozeum. Zoozeum, nice. I think, is what we're looking for. I like But that. the museum, so you, I set up the plot of the museum, but it's not ready for like a day or so. So I would just put all the fish around the museum because you can like place them on the ground in little like fish cages things yeah. or fish tanks. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> fish cages. Yeah, fish cages. <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> that's why my fish don't survive very long. If you go, murder, if you like go fish to long... prison and this is sounding like the Mexico border. And... <laughs> the fish cages is where they keep the fish sticks, by the way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what's in that cage? Filet-o. Filet-o fish, baby. But it's, uh, it's just so pure and wonderful and I love it and just seeing everyone online creating their characters a lot of times looking like them and there's a there's a thing you can you can purchase with nook miles i think where you can make your own designs and shirts and people are making like making like sprite versions of pokemon and getting really creative with making logos for the companies they work for and like all this other stuff and just sharing so much positivity and it's just it's such an awesome game it just really i think is released at the perfect time and i'm just loving it it's just it's so good and and even like the little moments like yesterday 
I was playing and you can choose to be like in the northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere and it kind of seasons change as you go and it's in real time and it kind of goes by the weather too so it was raining yesterday in Columbus and I, was, I started playing tomorrow like yesterday morning and I was just laying in bed playing Animal Crossing and it was raining in game too and like it was the the even the rain effects as it was hitting the the river are just so peaceful and like the droplets hitting it and the music kind of playing in the background I was just I was so at peace. Nice. It was so nice. I, I just, I'm loving it. It's so Man, good. See, now you, there's a part of me that's like, that'd be a good one. Again. Maybe now's the time to get something like that. But, but, but I got to save the game money for the games that I know, you know, because everything's so uncertain right now. And I know Resident Evil 3 has got to happen, even though that's going to be like me yelling at the TV and cussing. That's April 3rd, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's okay. only two weeks yeah. away. Well, Bill, let me let me just help you out because I've watched some of it on Twitch. It looks boring as hell. So, boom. There you go. <laughs> that's not a game. I mean, you can watch it, but that's the game about you building your own island in the way you do it. I, I think it's it's it's. A I mean, lot Adam's bonding with his family with it, and that's cute and nice, and I totally get it for that, but I don't have anyone to bond over with it. Well, we're family. Are we going to make a Gamer's Advocate <laughs> Island for Zabe? Yeah. I, pro- I told him that if that happened, I would actually get the game, and I really don't want to have to go back on my word, so don't make the island, um, and then I don't have to buy it. Does it make you feel better that peaches look like butts? <gasps> Sold. And I also have a villager named Sprocket, who's a robot chicken, and he has a, he has a number four on the back of his head. So it like makes you think, what happened to the first three? See, there's like lore in Animal Crossing. You know oh my gosh, the depth! <laughs> huh. When you're picking up all the weeds in on this island, I picked up so many weeds. Like five hours, and you could sell you can clumps weed of weeds. Yeah, you could sell clumps you of weeds. Sell weed on the island. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> but huh. I was I was trying to build like this 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 uh, plant, and I needed weed. <laughs> but I had no weeds left on my island, so I couldn't build my my weed plant. Could you just not take your island for a while and get more weeds? Yeah, yeah. If you like, leave, it's funny. If you like, don't play for a while and you come back, your island gets overtaken by weeds, and your villagers kind of give you the side eye, like, "Where the hell you been, dude? You're supposed to take care of me. What's wrong with you?" Yeah, take care of everything while we do oh, nothing. So you can be like our government. Exactly. Nice. See, it's real life. Yeah. <laughs> real. <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, but it's it's so funny because you know Animal Crossing released that day, and of course another game, Doom Eternal, released. So I don't know. Has anyone played that yet, or has anyone bought that? No, no I, I just I, watched a bit of it. it. Just looks like the original, like Doom. Well, not the original, original, it but looks the one like that just came out. Yeah, the blast, 2016 one. But like the Doom. I'll get it on sale at some point. Yeah, I, I got a good. I still haven't. I still haven't beat the original one. I still really want to go back and do that. But yeah, it's it's I just watched it and it's just like spazzy, shooty, and demons mm, everywhere. Yeah, maybe not. I, th- I think it's funny how. They just released like the most peaceful game and then a game where you're literally going to hell to destroy demons. So it's like, are you more of the angry type during this quarantine or the more peaceful kind? Now you mix those, those two games together. I'm in. Yeah. Bill, just, just watch it on Twitch and then watch Animal Crossing and be like, this both sucks. And then watch me play Subnautica. <laughs> Jack is pretty good. Boom. He's enjoyable. Right on. <laughs> he was trying to build a moon pool yesterday and I don't, I don't really, still don't really know what a moon pool is. It's to park your park your truck in it. Uh huh. Does that help? I just <laughs> clear it up. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, oh. Subnautica is a cool game. I'm enjoying watching yeah, Jack. Play. Hey, no matter what these games I get though or don't get, I sure as hell I'm not getting any of these at GameStop. Oh yeah, because they're yeah. Dicks. How about that? <laughs> well, we're they're, they're d bags. We're gonna we're gonna take a little detour that'll bring us right back to GameStop because Mike Mosley wrote in like. At 12 o'clock Mommy last and week, Mike. and we finished oh, recording right. at like 11 a.m., yeah, <laughs> so we missed right it by like together. an hour. So, so we're I'm gonna we're gonna fix that email and and read it, and uh, it's gonna be a long one. Who wants to read it? I'm you gonna do. take it. Yes. So 
Mike Mosley writes to podcastatthegamersadvocate.com, just like you can. So to follow up from my first PAX experience, it was pretty flippin' sweet. All the different industries in one place, just to show off the new things that they are bringing to the consumer world, was a little overwhelming for me. Only because I wanted to play it all, but not wait in two plus hour lines. Yay, line con. <laughs> nice. I know, it's, it's crazy. That's what they are. Just they literally are. Being able to test some of the new games and talk to the developers and creators behind the work, getting a more in-depth conversation on what all it takes to turn an idea into a new life a gamer can live out, that was the best part of me, because putting a person's feeling behind the work just makes, just seems to make me appreciate it a lot more. Adam was spot on with the con and the cleaning services they had going on. Compared to anime cons I go to, they were top notch. The panels I attended were exciting too, seeing that there are so many people who truly dive deep into the lore of a game that it takes it to a new level of theory behind each of these games. So all in all, it was a great time. I mean, I got to meet the Adam Bankers. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Meeting a podcast you listen to on a weekly basis is a little weird, for I know so much about him, I felt like a stalker. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that feeling because I've had that experience too, especially being like the kind of funny guys before, you know, all these things. And it is a weird feeling, but it was it was awesome. It was so great meeting you, Mike. We had a good time. I wish we got to hang out more. And I know it just things are crazy, but it was it was really cool to get to meet you. And I'm glad you really had a good experience. And hopefully there'll be PAXs again. Yeah, serious. <laughs> I know. I'm like still holding on to hope for PAX West, but I just, that's never, probably never going to happen. Nah. Well, for gaming news, I wanted to get y'all's opinion on the whole matter of Reggie, the former president of Nintendo North America, now joining the board of directors for GameStop. What do you all think this means for the company as a whole? Do you see him helping getting the retailer back to its former glory? After 200 plus store closings, multiple directive changes, and stocks dropping to a merely $3.61 cents per share is he going to pull this company back to the good old days not much of a video game topic but they sell games does that count gamestop is a whole <laughs> gamestop is a whole at this point yeah so so he has, Wait, he has there's still yeah more. yeah i was about to say he has some final words adam will you please stream ori and the will of the wisps yes so i i do will it. probably try to stream a little bit more soon I've, i was working on it a little yesterday with jack's help and i overtook his stream by having by calling him it was wonderful live call live call <laughs> yes. but i I'll, i may try to stream some ori but i still kind of want ori it's kind of a special game so i like kind of taking it at my own pace so we'll see but there's some that other means stuff you're gonna cry do. i'm gonna cry very you hard you don't want to do it on the stream. <laughs> no I don't, I don't care i'll cry on he stream. likes to lock himself i'll in literally the i'll literally like lo- crying like, is, this is my private time <laughs> i will literally go i will become a twitch streamer just about crying i love crying i have no shame i cry all the time <laughs> i literally watch like i'm on disney plus and i watch disney movies and i'm just crying and liam's looking at me like what's wrong with you dad <laughs> like man i, I'm dead. I was watching coco a few weeks ago and like ugly crying it's just oh so good i cried the other day but because well, I sat on my balls. Oh well, that. it's just like that one tear, <laughs> like yeah. like the Native American when somebody litters. <laughs> yes, just went down. Oh, poor Billy. Sorry, Jack. Keep Ooh. up the fun commentary on your streams for real, Bill. I fully understand now that you are the gift champ. That's right, baby. <laughs> also, suck it, Brandon. Can't wait to hear more about your creations <laughs> behind the bar. And yeah. and Adrian, who's hanging out with his wonderful girlfriend this week, says, "Hope Green Bay is treating you well. Thanks to your voiced opinions on on thanks to you." For voicing your opinion on Two Point Hospital. Picked it up day one for the Switch port, and man, is it fun when I need a palate cleanser. I still want to try that game. Me too. really fun. Thanks for the weekly laughs and thoughts, you guys. Julie, if you're sitting there this week, hello. She's not. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I I wanted to read that first off because we're sorry we missed it last week for timing purposes, but also for GameStop because this was funny that he talks about, hey, does Reggie have a chance to save it? And then GameStop (laughs) kicked themselves in the foot. That's not, not that's not where they is, kick is themselves. Is there yet? Is so Randy no, he so yet? he technically starts. I think April twentieth is his. Well, he uh, they need to get him in there because <laughs> damn. Yeah. So the latest 
is uh, so Bill. I don't know if you want to talk about this, and since you started our conversation, right. now this may shock you that they do something <laughs> stupid, um, <clears throat> but everything was shut down basically for was it California? Yeah, yep, quick. Yeah, because California is on lockdown. Like most yeah. of the counties and everybody, like literally, don't leave your house unless you need to for certain so things. So any non-essential business has been ordered to close. GameStop, being GameStop decided to tell their employees to not listen to the police when they try to close them because they are considered an essential business and they need to stay open. So not only are they putting their employees at risk, they're putting or really more police at risk for being having to be there to try to get them to leave. And they're doing it for what is absolutely not an essential business. It's not. Barbie's Horse Adventure is pretty essential. Bill. I stand corrected. <laughs> it's not. It's not something any yeah, but there's it's, nothing it's basic bullshit they should close yeah well it's 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 ridiculous because also but you, best you, buy's still open i don't know that's true are they open in california though no not anymore yeah i, I, I saw something on twitter about something about oh, best gotcha. buy being closed even and but yeah and like they try to do this whole because obviously like you know kotaku jason schreier broke the report as, as he's one to do but they had this whole thing where like you know, we, we sell like webcams and keyboards and do all this stuff for people who are working from home or emergency services. I'm like, yeah, that's what you know GameStop for is keyboards and webcams. That's exactly what, what? what it was. So, it's I just, know they stocked I know, I don't either. Like, I don't even ever remember seeing that stuff. What was it the they Funko said was Pops. essential? Like webcams and like uh, How is that? keyboards and mice Is a or keyboard something? essential? You know what they should do is say, yeah, we'll do free shipping for a while instead. If it's so essential that people need to buy it from them, ship it to them. But here's what's even worse, too, is like obviously the risk to the customer as well, the people coming in and all those things. But there were all these memos and all these, these GameStop employees who were speaking out, you know, anonymously and stuff. We're saying like GameStop is saying we're we're committed to sanitizing our stores and keeping everybody safe. But like a lot of GameStop managers the supply chain at GameStop couldn't get them hand sanitizer. So they were having to go out themselves to purchase hand sanitizer. They didn't have like the, the proper cleaning tools to clean everything in GameStop. So they were kind of running with that. And a lot of employees were writing and saying, we're scared because GameStop's not going to give us paid sick leave or anything to leave. And we, we, you know, we need to pay our rent and do all this kind of stuff. It's just, it's such a mess. And then to come out saying, oh, we're an essential service and tell your managers to say, Hey, policeman, no, go away. We are an essential service. Like, that's what? For like nothing. I mean, it's it's insane. It's insane. They have reversed in California. Well, of course, because they got called out. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but see, isn't it odd that it's it always what like happens. every time they do something stupid, it's not until they get a bunch of backlash before anything changes. Yeah. It's like the it's like the profits over and, people. And oh, wait, wow. What are their shares down to? <laughs> like three dollars and sixty one cents. Tell said. you what, best I can do is forty five cents. <laughs> yeah. And that's trading value. Yeah. If they go. want cash, <laughs> it's gonna be fifteen cents. Yeah, there you go. Fuckers. They're literally like little toddlers or kids who are like trying to test the boundaries of their parents. They're like, Maybe I can steal this cookie or maybe I could go a little bit farther in the playground. It's like, No, Timmy, come back. What you doing? Like they, I know some businesses have to make like the decision you know, um, of staying open or not. Like small <coughs> business and other businesses, like if we don't stay open, we're gonna just flat out go out of business. But yeah. you know what this is like? It's like watching some ninety-nine-year-old man dying of emphysema trying to hoard cigarettes. That's what this is like watching them do this. Yeah, shit. and Jack, you, I mean, you do bring up a good point because obviously GameStop's been struggling for a while, and yeah. obviously I'm sure they're like, you know what, this is, we can't take many more hits like this. But when you come out and say this kind of bullshit and lie and treat your employees like that, then like the they just took that hit. Yeah, like that's it's ridiculous. Like I feel I feel so bad for restaurants and all these bars and stuff because like 
in, in a booming economy, the restaurant business is cutthroat and most oh, restaurants oh, don't yeah. even survive. But trying to imagine, oh, we only do takeout or tr- trying to get like redo your whole thing. Like a lot of, you know, these tapas restaurants or small plates things that are built upon social gatherings and are more, you know, drinking like organized and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's crazy to think how these people are going to survive. Small movie theaters, small other like mom and pop shops, small game stores, local game stores. Like it's crazy to think how these people will survive unless there's some kind of, you know stimulus thing or something that the government does but it's just very sad to see that and then seeing you know somebody like GameStop try to <laughs> weasel their way out of these things is it and, just sucks but you know how many restaurants and, and bars stuff are, are saying hey you know we'll do you can pick up you can get your order we'll, we'll they're finding ways to make it yeah, work right they're offering free delivery they're offering like that pet value store I thought yeah. that was amazing what they see, did it's great companies that are willing to do that and take care of their employees, which are the ones that get it. And yeah. they do it because they take care of their employees. And, Why doesn't and they, GameStop just offer like local delivery? Like that, a pizza it's exactly yeah, what I'm something. Saying. Yeah, like get your employees to just drive stuff to people's houses. That's that's yeah. a cool idea and right just, there, Jack. <laughs> you no, know, yeah, you you give them a text or a call when you're there. You leave it on their front porch. Yeah, right. You're done. Exactly. You purchased it online. You don't need. There's no receipt exchange needed. Done. That's a just good idea. Drop it off on the porch. Get the hell out of there, Jack. Are you Reggie employees. No, we gotta get Reggie in there, man. Reggie will make it right. <laughs> Yeah, if they That's last long tweet, enough. Hashtag Reggie will make it right. Yeah, so it's just funny because you know Mike wrote that question last week, and think of how much has changed in just one week. No <laughs> like, it's just it's crazy to think that because you know Reggie. I mean, he's on the board of directors, so you know he could you know enact some change and give them ideas and stuff like that. He needs but to it's fire just, everybody yeah, in charge underneath them. I think he needs to just stop this. I mean, you hear these stories every few months about how GameStop just does not care about its employees and the people working under them. I mean, that's what needs to change because the problem is every time one of these stories comes out, all you hear is. From people all over, you know, social media and all this stuff. I'm not giving GameStop another cent. I'm not buying them. I'm not supporting their decisions and doing that stuff and not, you know, just contributing to this problem. And that's what needs to change because if they do change stuff, you know, they're trying to make all these changes of making retro theme stores or stores where people can come and play. But like, if you're not treating your employees well and you're not treating stuff, this stuff is going to get out and then people are going to look bad on you and then they're going to go elsewhere and do other stuff. It's it's just simple. They destroyed the culture. I don't even know if they can ever get it back. I mean, I no used way. to I, love no going in oh to GameStop. Yeah, we talked about this all three yeah. ago there. But when, now I hate it, and I don't even want to go at all. No. And nope. I know it's just going to smell, and then they're going to try to sell me 10 things, and there's just going to be a bunch of shit in there. Yeah, I mean, like we, we've told this story a million times. So I think you, Jack, Bill, and I, we, we used to be like real good friends with the managers and the people yep. working there. Would Chris go there, yeah, man, Go there and talk to them and do all that stuff, and it was such a fun experience, but then it just... Uh, every time like there would be a new manager every few months because people just you know they get burned out they get treated like garbage yeah it's corporate greed and here's another example of the corporate greed yeah it was funny funny story from like personal experience so you know back in the back in the extra life days when we started extra life in like 2012 or 13 still when you know gamestop was was not looked on down upon too horribly like I, i always remember like going into the store and you know having such good interactions with the people there but Anytime, like, there was a few times I would walk in and, like, the district manager would walk in and, like, everyone was, like, straightened up and were, like, and after they would talk about how horrible it is anytime he came in and we tried to get, like, donations and extra life stuff and he would never respond to us and never do anything and do all that stuff and it just was such a, (laughs) such a terrible place to deal with and it just kind of, you see how it kind of goes up from there and it's just the culture that they've built throughout these years. It just, it sucks. Absolutely, man. I'll tell you what, there is one good thing out of all this craziness going on. What's that? Well, I think it's a good thing, but I want to. What do you guys think of these uh, 
a lot of these movies offering oh, yeah. either early release for purchase. I think or, it's awesome. <laughs> or the ones that are in, that were in theaters before they closed down offering uh, rentals. Dude, I think the craziest one is Onward. Onward like released in theaters on March 6th. And yep. it's, it was, it's on digital now. And it's coming on Disney Plus on April 3rd, which is crazy. Uh, wow. That's <laughs> a Harley Quinn movie, too. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah Birds of Prey, out early. Uh, well, Invisible right. Man from Universal. That you can rent. It's 20 bucks to rent, which normally you'd be like, why would you pay 20 bucks to rent? But I've often said, me and my wife both, because I really don't like going to the theater anyway, even before this. Right. Yeah. And there's certain movies that come out that I would pay that oh, yeah. movie theater experience right. to be able to watch it at home right away. Yeah. I've said that too. Like, yeah, even charge 30 bucks for a movie because you know oh, you sh- just, I know. <laughs> sorry. Oh, we're already, we already established 20. Adam. Sorry, sorry. Adam. 20's established. <laughs> my man. Because I was saying, because you yeah. know, the biggest thing with movie theaters is the concessions where they charge you like 20 bucks for like yeah. one M&M or something. So <laughs> no, you got to build that price in a little bit for certain things because it's like. Or that's for like a, a Starburst, but like a yellow one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like not even a good Dude, one. movie theaters were already like on their last legs. Oh, for sure. Like. And this is going to. This is going to put a couple into bankruptcy, I would yeah. think. But, you know, these companies have to do it because they're like, we want this theatrical run, but who knows when movies, theaters are going to be back and how, you know. Yeah, I mean, what, Sony needs the cash flow. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's I think it's really the only decision they can make is like we have these avenues to be able to get Everybody's to people. at home. Yeah, exactly. It's the perfect they're time. There. Your, your audience is still willing to watch the movie. Because especially now we're kind of in the early days of the quarantine type thing. But if this goes on for like, you know, a month or two, whatever it is, like people are going to have watched through a lot of things. So whenever something new comes out, and they're like, oh, damn, that's going to be like a whole big thing. I think we're going to need new content. You just, you just tune into me, at, uh, you know, on Twitch. <laughs> there you go. You, you better TV dash snowman, be <laughs> taking so, it off. I love it. I, I want you taking it off every time you die in that game. Take every it off. Take it off something. <laughs> no, I think we're going to uh, rent the wife and I are going to rent invisible man tonight. Cause I, I kind of want to support that. I've service. heard it's really good. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Sonic's coming out early. I saw yep. that star Wars got released well four days early, but I still, man, I don't Are want you to guys buy over it? Star Wars. I'm kind of over. I want to see this one. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, first but, of all, I'm, I like M Star Wars, so I'm not over Star Wars. But there was some incredible <laughs> Star Wars news yesterday. Side tangent: that Ahsoka Tano is going to be probably going to be in the second season of is Mandalorian. That how you pronounce that? Yeah, I was like, Ash, <laughs> bagash, Ash, bagash. It's Plo. She she worked with Plo Koon for a while, so that was cool. so we got Pontoon and what's her name? Ash, again? Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, what do you think it is? Don't look. Three asshole. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Her name is Ahsoka Tano. She is probably my favorite Star Wars character ever, like nice. including the movies, everything. She was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan, and she was in Star Wars Rebels, and she was in Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and she is a Togruta who kind of looks like a Twi'lek with the you know little long what? things. Long ears, uh, whatever you want to call them. Those but, are tubes. That makes her tubes. tubes. You know the blue ones Maybe. with like the yeah, they have, tubes. Yeah, they're like it's kind of like that. But she's a Togruta, and she's those aren't dicks. <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> not. I know you want them to be Bill, but not everything can be a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Bill's dream. Yes, but yeah. Sokotano, she is just such an amazing character, and has become a fan favorite. And I just, I'm so excited to see her. And, and so Rosario Dawson is going to be playing her. That's like the the new the report that came out, and it was interesting because she's been kind of like a big fan of Ahsoka for a while. And there's a lot of tweets that she has about like, let's do it, tell Disney, let me do it. So it was cool to finally see that happen. And Ashley Eckstein voices her in the series, so it's kind of sad that she won't get to do it or hear it. Because so once again, it'll be interesting to see how they tr- translate her into it. Because I know Ahsoka so well from all these episodes and stuff. So it'll be kind of like you know the Witcher type thing. Voice like, will be weird. Yeah. So. 
You sure those aren't dicks? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I've been going around like yeah. telling little kids, hey, those are dicks. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that, Phil. <laughs> Not my kids. You know, what else you know what else I'm over? You know what else? What's that? Picard. I'm done. I'm oh, done no. with Picard. I, know. I haven't watched it since. I'm so sad. Did you watch another yeah. one? No. Oh. I'm so depressed about that. It's awful. That's very yeah. That that's just. Anyways, I was sorry. I had so much excitement for that series. <laughs> oh, it's so depressing. But yeah, Ahsoka Tano will probably be in Mandalorian season two, and uh, it's very exciting times because they did set up some stuff at the end of the first season that called back to some things that Ahsoka was involved in. So it's 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 exciting times. But yes, um, but yeah, that that was released. There's a lot of stuff, and I we're gonna I think feel like we'll probably see that. I think uh, Wonder Woman came out and said they're not gonna release probably because there's some movies that like need that i mean that's what it's all about like fast nine they delayed it till next year <laughs> like april because they're like we got to get people going and stuff like that so i'm okay with that i'm very curious to see what black it's... widow does that'll be i think the next big thing because that's supposed to come out i think in may if i remember correctly but uh you know that's the next big mcu film so are they gonna delay it and how will that affect the other mcu timelines will they try to release it early i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting Dude, movie theaters need some like disinfectant. They need some cleanup. I yeah. feel like every time I go in a theater, I, I just feel dirty coming out of them. Yeah. Oh, that's that. That is very true. Um, People have a lot of juices. And so yeah. So the movie, <laughs> a lot of juices. <laughs> that, that is very true. It's, including you, Adam's favorite orange. Yes. Once you have a baby, you you realize how many juices humans have. This is very true. Um, so so it, it's it is exciting to see some of these movies come out. I'll be very curious to see what it's like in a few months when all these productions are are delayed. Like. Because right now, gaming is not really affected, but you have to think, what about all these people who are developing or even polishing games? Like, is Cyberpunk going to get delayed? What's going to happen with some of these things after we get Resident Evil and Final Fantasy? Because, you know, Final Fantasy VII, luckily, I think, has already went gold that we heard, I think, a few weeks ago. So they it is still planning to come out April 10th, but physical copies, I said, are going to be hard to get. So, I mean, luckily, we live in the digital age, so a lot of these things can be mitigated and stuff, and there's a lot of ways you can work from home and kind of make this stuff and it's very interesting because uh ori and will the wisp they're, they're the developer is moon studios and their whole company is based on remote work like they have people from all over the world who take on different projects and are working from home and collaborating and do all that stuff they don't have like that central office type thing so it'll be very interesting to see how people adapt and adjust and realize hey we could do a lot of things we don't really need to spend five hours in a meeting that could have been an email or do little things like that we could do zoom meetings or get stuff done while while kind of being remote and i'm very curious also to see how it affects you know like san francisco like the epicenter of of technology and stuff that's so expensive and everyone feels like they need to be there and maybe this will be like you know we really don't (laughs) i forgot i did play that oh last week oh yeah that's right you sent me a picture um Man, it's really good. It's I so was getting good. some stutter though. Yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't then have I another stuck. crash, but there's 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 some stutter. <laughs> then I got stuck pretty early <laughs> on, and I'm just like, God, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Jack, have you tried Ori yet? I have not. I have not. I don't like platformers. But do you so like? But do you like me? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Debatable sometimes. You know, seven out of ten. That's fair. <laughs> do you like me? Because I'm a 3D shooter. Ooh, Bill, you're always in a your 10 face. Out of 10 for that booty. Oh. <laughs> Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys think about the whole uh, spec reveals? Uh, so, I have thoughts. Spec reveals? <laughs> for, for Xbox Xbox Series X and PlayStation I said 5. said specs. Spec. Oh, Not sex oh, I was reveals. glasses. So it's I was like, a who, dingus. Who, who? It's a dingleberry. Uh, so, I have a lot of thoughts, but does anybody else? So, I mean, we, we can set the, set, I'll set the stage and then we can get some thoughts, but 
you know, Monday I mean, morning. The same console, boom, roasted in the end. But. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned to more cutting commentary at Twitch.tv. That's he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not Snowman Bunny. <laughs> Just saved yourself an hour yeah. from watching some YouTube video. Jack needs to be like the real life version of like saved you a click Twitter account. <laughs> Just like cuts it cuts it down. Oh, They're I the same. Boom, need, bye. I need to follow that immediately. <laughs> It's amazing, but yes, yeah. that's a real thing, huh? So yeah, it is. It's funny. They always like post below articles that are like to cut out all the clickbait stuff. So yeah, Monday morning you wake up and there's a huge Xbox Series X reveal. I'm already following it. Nice. <laughs> Could have saved you a click. You're already following it. <laughs> so there was a uh, the whole Xbox thing happened Monday morning, and they had you know it was a blog post type thing where they released the specs. They released some details about it, about faster load times, about the quick resume, or like. You can put you can suspend up to like four games at a time, and even if you turn your system off, like you even you completely power it down, leave it off for a week, you come back, you can still resume where you left off, which is crazy. Such an awesome feature. And then what's also cool is they had they they sent out a uh, they sent it to Digital Foundry where they did a whole breakdown of it. They sent it to another guy named Austin Evans who's from like the Fall Guys and some other things. They sent an actual copy unit to him and he did a whole breakdown of all the tech and how it works and the new controller and he even compared the size to a banana, which was wonderful. <laughs> and they also <laughs> Xbox scale. Xbox also did a refrigerator for scale, which is amazing <laughs> because it was a callback to this uh there's a an analyst from Nico Partners called Daniel Ahmad on Twitter. He's ZHUGX, and he's like, you know, a big industry guy, always talks about a bunch of stuff. But he's like kind of a troll in a sense where he also posts a lot of funny stuff. And there was this one tweet once the Xbox came out where they, he had a tweet of the Xbox that's, you know, kind of tall and kind of unwieldy. And then next to it, they said early leaks of the PS5, and it was just a fridge. Like, <laughs> like somebody wrote an article about it and quoted him and did all this stuff, and it was amazing. And so they, they just did a funny callback to that, which I thought was hilarious. So I thought it was a cool thing because, you know, we already we already know what the box looks like. They revealed the specs of it, which we'll get to in a sec. But then on Wednesday or Thursday, I forget whatever day it was, PlayStation 5 did it. IGN saved your click. Nice. There's another one. <laughs> That's great. There's probably so many of those. <clears throat> but then PS5 did it, and we still don't know what the box looks like. <clears throat> we yeah, don't know no, what the control looks like. Show. We don't know really anything besides that it's coming. So they decided to do a. Did, so did you guys watch this press conference? By the way, I watched. How creepy about was that guy? It was, it was it. He's not real. He's not. That's dead guy. He was yeah, a robot. He like so like it looks calm like, and it literally and looked like knowledgeable. No, they weekend at Bernie's that shit. <laughs> I think he was like Data. He's like yeah, Data so. when, like when he first didn't have any emotions. Yeah. Maybe he is the PS5. <laughs> that, is that would be pretty cool. Just invite him over and you're like, plug him in. But it's... I, I, I liked him, but I was also just terrified of him at so, the same time. So first off, I want to talk about the presentation because it literally looked like a press conference that a middle school would put on with like these fake people in the background. And yeah, like, they did the, have like the, the fake shadow. Yeah, it looked like, like the, MST3K. It, did. it literally did. Like the PlayStation background wasn't very high definition and like it, it, was... it looked so weird. And, you know, it was yeah. supposed to, this was supposed to be <clears throat> like a GDC talk, obviously. Like this was supposed to be meant for you know, the tech people that want to get all these and all the developers and get all these details. And I think it was a cool presentation. And, you know, the guy, Mark Cerny, is like the system architect behind PS5. And it's like 
a genius. Like people have said, talking to him is like talking to someone on a different level. He's he's the one responsible for like PS4, PS3. He's done the Knack games, Marble Madness. He's been like involved with like the hardware specs, and he's one of the smartest guys you'll meet ever. And the way he talked, like he didn't stutter. He knew everything. He's he's an incredible person, but. He it was just everything sad. about everything. Even when he talked about like the sound I, and how yeah. he's simulating sound waves and shit, and he <laughs> yeah. had like the 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 heat map of sound waves. I was like, this dude is the no, dude. Yeah, he's man. he's like, incredible. No, he's an incredible yeah. person. But it was such a weird move by Sony. Like, yeah. why did they think this was the way to do it? Like, like I said, Xbox. They said they just released it on a Monday morning. Didn't any hype or anything, and there it was. And that's what everybody was talking about. They announced that we're going to get PS5 details the day before, so people were already like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're hyped." Pumped. Like I know a lot of people were live streaming the event, doing stuff, but it was like a bunch of tech jargon. I mean, there's cool stuff in there. Don't get me wrong, but it's just such a weird play by PlayStation. I, it's just I don't know. It's it's weird. I I, I tuned into Larry Stream while it was happening because he was rebroadcasting it, and he's like. He went silent, and the people in the chat are like, "Are you awake?" So like, I'm, I'm awake. I'm awake. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> like, is there gonna? And he's like, "Is there gonna be a pop quiz after this?" <laughs> Seriously, like, there's it's just so it much freaking tech tech jargon that was coming out of there. You're just like, "Uh, what?" Can you imagine like being that dude's roommate and be like, "Hey, Mark, what do you want on a pizza?" No, 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 Mark. I don't need the molecular breakdown <laughs> yeah, exactly. of sausage. What do you want on the pizza? <laughs> Forget it. We're calling some. Forget it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's just was such a weird move. I don't know. I just was not a fan of it. I mean, like I said, I I think the talk itself was very cool. I think there's a lot of cool details in there, and it's meant for a GDC type thing. But the way PlayStation kind of, I mean, they didn't like hype it up so much, but they were like, learn more about the tech of PlayStation Five. They should have came out and said, hey, we were going to have this talk at GDC. This is meant more for developers. This is more of a tech heavy speech. Set the stage because I feel like it got a lot of people hyped and then it was like what the hell actually or, or maybe adam or maybe they wanted it to be so weird they knew everyone would be like what the hell and it would just like stick in your mind and you'd never <laughs> be able to forget yeah. it i will never forget that talk for the rest of my life <laughs> well what, there you go what That's they weird. should have done is put out the on the twitter hey can't sleep tune in tomorrow at 12 <laughs> we'll take care of you <laughs> pretty much oh, yeah, i couldn't get through the whole thing i'll I say know. that i couldn't either I was like okay i'm good yeah it was uh well, that's like Mark Cerny is one brilliant little dude. Oh, without is, a doubt. But I'm not going to take anything away no, from No, for sure. Me. But it's just, this is Sony's kind of weird misstep. Or, like I said, it, it, it would weird. be cool if we already knew stuff of the PS5 or even if they threw in a little something about a game or whatever. But it just, I don't know. It was, it was, yeah, they didn't, they didn't sell the sizzle. There was no, no sizzle there. It was just And like I said, once, once the PS5 is announced, everything's going to be forgotten and it'll be fine. So I understand that whole thing. But it's just so funny to compare how Microsoft is just killing it right now. And PlayStation's like... Like, do they even have a system at this point? I don't even but, know. Like, I, I get, like, the consoles are going to be good. That's all we need to know. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be They're good. Gonna be really They're going to have good. good stuffs in them. But it's going to be about the games. It's always about the games. It's the games. What it's, is it about, Jack? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the games. It's about the games, baby. <laughs> the games. But yeah, the it's titles. About the games. But when we look at the specs themselves, I mean, it's it is kind of clear, at least from, like, on paper, that the Xbox Series X looks to be a little more powerful. But just a little bit. Well, yeah, exactly. Just a little bit. But it's interesting because, you know, Cerny in his talk was talking about how, you know, teraflops aren't the end all be all. So like Xbox has 12 teraflops and PlayStation 5 is going to have 10.28 teraflops, which is like, you know, a calculation of all the computing power and all this kind of stuff. And but he was talking about 
you know, it goes in a lot more because it, it goes into fact with the SSD and how it's transferring data and how everything is kind of computing. And the PS5 seems to have some really interesting tech that will take advantage of faster load speeds and getting things where it needs to be that may make it even more powerful in the long run or be able to utilize things even more than just kind of raw power, which is interesting. And one thing that I did take away from the PlayStation 5 thing that I really enjoyed, especially for smaller developers, PlayStation 5 is like really or Sony themselves are building this the system and the new architecture with a lot of these small developers in mind that you know don't have AAA budgets and stuff so they're saying like if you want to take advantage of ray tracing go ahead but if you can't afford it you don't you're not forced into this stuff like you can you can turn a lot of these next gen features off to get your game out there to build it as you can and then build as your budget grows and certain things like that so they're trying to make it you know easier to kind of develop for it which is kind of cool and sustainable to keep getting better and better and better because exactly yeah so we'll be able to use more of that power and figure out how to redistribute power on it and blah 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 and kick ass games exactly so So jack i I agree with you all in all it's going to be about games yeah i think the ps5 the way it all works together and his explanation (laughs) was really good and i'm you know it's definitely going to be worth the money okay but it's only worth it if the titles are there Yep. Yep. Very, I mean, in the long true. run, right? I mean, as far as like just the the getting the hardware and buying the hardware. Yes, this is this should be what the cost is for for the hardware, but it, it's those titles, man. It's those it titles. Is. Look at the Switch. Look at the Switch. I love the Switch. It, you know, it it's not super powerful, but it's amazing. So there you go. Yeah, it's very true. I don't like the controls on the Switch. Shut up. I have big hands, man. It's so hard make to them smaller. Kiddo, then a Wii, Wii Pro controller. Have you ever heard of a shrink ray? Yeah, but new? I don't want to play it on the TV. That's the whole point of the Switch. Have you ever heard of a shrink ray? What? <laughs> are real? For are you telling me those are real? Oh, shrink the hand. Yeah. Oh, oh. Sorry, Jack. Slow. Look, Follow me on snowmanbuddy.com. Then I could be president. Jack, do you own snowmanbuddy.com? Is that an actual website? No. Well, no, get no, on no. it, because by the time this gets out, somebody's going <laughs> yeah, to. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's I cool. I guess I could. Like I said, I'm I'm excited to see get some more details on PS5. It's just I don't know. Sony's not killing it in the marketing department right now. But like you said, once everything is released, I think a lot of these issues are going to be forgotten because people have a short memory. Let me tell you what. That's what you said. That is. I didn't say. It. Right. <laughs> what did anyway. you say? <laughs> but yeah. Uh. But but. To, to end the show, more or less, we have a brand new listener that wrote in, and I am super excited for Bill to read this email and see how he makes this listener run away. Because- all right. <laughs> First of all, this comes from Doug Buchanan, and I'm already going to apologize. You can't even Doug. talk. You didn't even say already, right? <laughs> that was kind of the joke. I think like the last minute, everything's been mispronounced. So. That's probably true. <laughs> and he, he starts groatings. Groatings. Um, no. <laughs> Greetings. I found this podcast about two weeks ago, and I've already listened to all of the episodes from 2020. My dude. Serious. I have to say, I think you folks do a great job. Thank you. Checks in the mail. Um, the first <laughs> episode I heard included Bill ranting about Tool for 10 minutes, and man, do I relate to the experience of hyping up a metal band to friends who don't really give a shit. Doug, I fucking adore you. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Thank you. That's how you got into his heart right there. Uh, somebody, somebody gets it. Um <laughs> It's awesome to hear opinions on games from people who love the medium but aren't professional streamers or platinum ranked FBS guys. Whoa, Jack is a professional streamer. Let's make that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, all, all I need is one viewer. <laughs> My only complaint about the podcast 
is that I'm already setting aside money for the next-gen console, and you SOBs won't stop making me feel like I need to buy a Switch, too. Doug, I haven't, no, you, I haven't touched my Switch in weeks. <laughs> so saying. Sell everything. Sell your house. <laughs> sell your wife. Sell your kids. No, Get a the Switch. Switch is great. It really is. Don't do any um, of that. But just wait for the Switch Pro. A little background on myself as a gamer. A lot of the games I've enjoyed the most have been very story campaign focused. I've beaten Borderlands 3, Witcher 3, God of War, and The Last of Us in the last year. Also Barbie's Horse Adventure. <laughs> I'm kidding. I made that one up. He got um, through Witcher 3 yeah, and Borderlands that's, 3. That's impressive. Wow. That's a badass right motherfucker right there. Um, yeah. And I enjoyed them all immensely. I work at a gym full time and this quarantine madness means I'll be doing a lot of sitting at home. So I bought Death Stranding. Nice. Yeah, good choice. On to my question, though. What are some excellent short games to enjoy? Games that only have a few hours of gameplay or at least games that don't require a huge investment of time to enjoy thoroughly. I'd love to try out anything from an RTS to a Telltale game as long as the quality is high. Thanks again for the excellent podcast, and I hope to hear back. If the, Sorry. Uh, if this is read on the show and you somehow managed to get to this point without stumbling over any of the words, I'll root for the Buckeyes once football season is back, picks back up. Well, I hope you, whatever team you choose to root for now turns out to have a good season too. But uh, go Bucks. <laughs> so, yeah. Doug, let us know what, what team you choose. Um, as far as short games – I'm going to give you my number one recommendation in that department, and it's an easy one, and it's called Inside. It's about three to three and a half hours to maybe four hours tops to beat the whole thing. It is kind of a platformer. I'm not even into platformers all that much, and this is my probably favorite game of all time, so I can't recommend that enough. Inside, Inside, Inside. You guys? Civ 6, that's a short game. Yeah. <laughs> that only lasts 500 yeah. years. No, you can just do a couple turns and turn it off. Yeah, that's true. If you, you can real time strategy, yeah. yeah. No, Sig is great, but uh, good luck getting anything done. <laughs> well, he needs a time suck, I think. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good short time like RTS type style game, but he said he's open to anything. Yeah, though. but I, you know, you talk about kind of telltale sort of story driven games, and if you haven't played Firewatch, I highly, Ooh, highly recommend. Good Firewatch. choice there. I loved Firewatch, and it just, it is just <laughs> so good. And you know, it's it's funny because. Especially now, you know, Half-Life Alex is coming out on Monday, which we haven't even really talked about, which I'm super excited for. And it's made by, kind of developed in part, obviously, Valve, but Campo Santo made Firewatch, and then they were purchased by Valve, and they were kind of helped supporting Half-Life Alex and stuff like that. And it's just a story about this guy who's uh, literally a Firewatch person in the, I think, the Wyoming or something. I forget exactly where it is. And you're just kind of going about and talking with this girl named Delilah and going through everything, and it's... It's such a special game, and I don't want to give any more away because it's it's fun to just kind of experience it. But it's one of those peaceful, meditative games in nature, and it's it's awesome. Jack, did you have any good ones? Uh, I was just gonna say, play Journey, and yeah. that's just like two hours, two or three hours, or something like that. That's a great one. Um, and Adrian, if you're listening, you better freaking play Journey, bro. <laughs> you better, better do, do it. it. You better do it. But do yeah, it. you know, you Telltale games, obviously, Walking Dead. If you haven't done any of those, I'm I'm curious to see how those hold up after all these years, especially like the first season, but. That still has some some great stories. Life is Strange games are supposed to be really good, so any of those kind of story type games. Um, I'll give another shout out to Spectre of Torment, which is you know probably five or six hours. It's kind of a short game in the Shovel Knight package. That's so good. Um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of good stuff out there. So yeah, well there you go. Anybody else have any last minute recommendations for our friend? Doug? No, Journey was a good good choice as well. It's very relaxing. Yeah, 
There's tons of games out there. Oh yeah, Oxenfree is another good one. Oxenfree. Oh yeah, Oxenfree is a great one. That's a that's that is it's a not trip. that long, but it's fantastic. I still need to play After Party. I, I started it. Um, I need to get back. It's on to the it. Switch now, which I'm excited about. Is it really? Even though it's free on Xbox Game Pass. It's not free. <laughs> it is definitely Don't free. Start. Don't start with me. But yeah, that's. You uh, should play. Uh, you went through Borderlands Three, Witcher Three, uh, God of War, and Last of Us. What's the one? Um, I'm totally blanking. There you go. The Adrian Love. Oh, the other game that's out? Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah, Horizon Zero yeah. Dawn. Thank I, you. I still haven't beat that game. I barely started it. I, I bet he would. I bet this. I bet uh, he would just plow right through it and love it. Yeah. Doug, get that game. Yeah, and the story's supposed to be really good in it, too. And you so. can get it cheap yeah. now, too. Yeah, I'm sure. For sure. I got the whole, uh, you know, the um, whatever edition, oh. game of the year edition for 20 bucks. Nice. You know what you should get on PlayStation Plus? Sonic Forces. Make me. Is it free? Yeah. If you if you subscribe, yeah, <laughs> actually, no, my- actually don't because the game is awful. <laughs> it is just not a good game, but it's it's yeah. kind of funny. It's like it the whole setting is like you play as Sonic and then Eggman like takes over and then you think Sonic's dead and then it goes to like this post apocalyptic world where there's like an underground force of all of Sonic's friends trying to like take back the world and I'm like, damn, that got pretty dark. But so the game is really not that good at all. But what's funny is every time there's a cutscene and you're playing on PlayStation 5, it says gameplay is a recording is blocked because you're in a cutscene. And I'm like, do we really care that much about Sonic spoilers? Seriously. It literally happened every time. It was so annoying. That's I'm like, terrible. this is so stupid. It's like, yeah, yeah, Sonic, the Sonic story is a pinnacle of storytelling right now. Right. It was silly. So, yeah, don't play Sonic Forces. It's really not that good. No, but my... PS Plus subscription oh, renewed yesterday. One too. So Minerva's Den, the DLC for uh, Bioshock Two. If you haven't played that, that's a nice little contained story. You know what? I haven't played any of the DLC for uh, Infinite. Yeah. I just realized that it's good stuff. Boing, boing, ba boing, boing, boing. So yeah. you should play the Tomb Raiders too. Those are really good. The newer Tomb Raider games. You can list that. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Those are some good choices. Yeah, Doug, thanks so much for writing in. Thanks for I'm glad you found the show and we're happy to have you along as, as part of the crew. So keep listening lot, to man. that metal, Doug. Definitely. Keep rocking out. So uh any final thoughts, keep gentlemen? Keep rocking in the free world. Um No, I think I'm good. Where's man. our game this week, oh, Bill? What's it? Oh, just to leave I, with some I'm sorry. I, I really you, you uh, got what? <laughs> what? Did we lose Who died? What the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? What was that? I just—it sounds like Jack's like, "Who died?" I know. <laughs> Kenny Rogers died. That's Kenny died. Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that is sad. He just knew when to fold up. No longer holds him. Keep going. Yeah. We're gonna miss you. You're the best at that. Cause I just fucked the song up <laughs> Even worse than I tried to We're gonna miss you Rest in peace Kenny I was singing Lady uh, to Bill Before the uh... He was Aww. Lady That's it That's it That's all you get from me <laughs> He's uh, yeah. love it. Jack's gonna get a Grammy I would, I would hope so But yeah Rest um, in peace. But seriously, no, I, Kenny Rogers is one of those guys that I love. But if you ever get the chance, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Look up the uh, Mad TV Will Sasso doing the uh, drunk Kenny Rogers oh stuff. Oh my god, that I shit love is Sasso. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Will Sasso, it is. He did like the whole Jackass series as Kenny Rogers. Yeah, he did Kenny Rogers, Jackass. 
<laughs> they were like chugging gallons of milk and stuff. Oh, it is well, pure Sasso is gold. A gift to humanity. Yeah. That Kenny is, Rogers was gold too. I like that, bro. He was good. That is my uh, weekend assignment to, well, okay, next week assignment by the time you hear it is go find yep. those. Uh, Listen Kenny to Kenny Rogers, Rogers Greatest Jackass. Hits and then watch the Mad TV Will Sasso skits <laughs> to like cheer you up. I love it. If that doesn't make you laugh, you are soulless. It's so yeah. good, man. And you don't deserve toilet paper. It's exactly. Like, Sirens are on. Uh, and Armageddon has started. <laughs> Congratulations. We're going to go, we're there. Gonna go try to find some, <laughs> some food and survive. But uh, Well, yeah. gentlemen, that's all I had. That's all. That's everything. Oh, Bill, how is uh, McDonald's Whitehall holding up? Is the business still booming? Or? Uh, it's, let's just say I'm going to need to take these Clorox wipes <laughs> with me to go back just for the people. Well, I'm glad it's still. Let's going. put it this way. If you try to order chicken nuggets, they'll offer nuggets. Oh, Lord. It's the best you're going to get. <laughs> that That's took, it. I'm so scared. And on Why that beautiful... Ask, I, I don't know. I regret everything. That was, that was terrible. <laughs> it really was. I and that's your everything. fault, not mine. This is true. It's I take full fault. responsibility, full blame. Hashtag blame Adam. And on that note, that is The Gamers Advocate. If you want to be a part of the show, please send an email to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. Wait. Oh. Wait. Oh. Wait. Interrupting. Breaking news. If you guys want to do one guessing game, I have one that Mike sent me. Okay. From our buddy at the Double XP podcast. Or do you want me to wait till we do it? Well, again? you already said it, so let's do it. If that's just one. It's just one. Da, da, da. Oh. Jack, sing lady. Lady. Something or other. I don't know. All right. I'm going to ask Jack because I think Adam would get this. Okay. This, I'll just shout out whoever knows. This is let's from go. our buddy Mike Mosley from the Double XP podcast. All right. Here's the game description, and you're going to have to tell me what game this is. 10 year old who is gifted with psychic abilities. Blank runs away from his family's blank because his father does not appreciate his psychic gift, making him practice blank day after day and sneaks into a summer camp for those with similar powers. He can train to become a blank and show his worth. Soon, however, he finds that there is a sinister plot unfolding at the camp, which only he can stop. What game is this? I don't know. I know it. It's the one where he controls the rats or whatever? No. Because that kid was like, do you, me, do you want me to fill yeah. in the blanks? I can shout no. it out. I can end this misery. Adam, moment. steal it. Psychonauts. Yeah. yeah. I even told him. He sent it to me and I said, can I use this? He said, absolutely. I said, but I can't ask Adam because he'll get it right away. <laughs> Go play Psychonauts. He even said, you should start it out with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done, Mike. <laughs> I never played um, Psychonauts. <laughs> that's, that's a good game. That's what we assumed. Thank you, Mike. So yeah, once again, before I was so rudely interrupted. Just kidding. We love you, Bill and Mike. Send an email to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. Once again, that is podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at Adam Bankhurst. You can follow Bill. At Wash Your Ass. <laughs> That's Mozilla. You can follow Jack. <laughs> at Snowman Buddy. Yeah. And watch him at yeah. twitch.tv slash snowman buddy. Snowman buddy. You can follow Adrian at Classic Keach94. And uh, yeah, you can follow all my work on IGN. And we really just appreciate you coming along for the ride. We hope everyone stays safe under these quarantine times. And if you don't never hesitate to reach out to us. We're happy to help out or just give a kind word or do whatever we can. And it's a small little <laughs> world of podcasting, but yeah. we're here for you. We're all together in this crazy thing together. So take just, care of yourselves, everybody. Just Even know, you, Brandon. Yeah. I love you. Oh, look at that. Aww. Just know you're uh, you're not alone, and we love all of you. And if you want to f- come hang out on my Animal Crossing island, please come do it. Oh, I'm gonna get sucked into it, aren't <laughs> it's I? so good. I can't wait to go back and catch fish bug. and bug. Oh. You can catch fish? Yeah. I caught a red snapper, and they have puns. <laughs> I did, too. That was also <laughs> in Whitehall. Boom. 
Everyone, have a great day and or night. Know we love you. And we will see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>